Good morning and welcome to the BSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It's Tuesday, the 20th of June. Morning, Paul. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Still in sunny Cornwall and off to visit Tungsten West uh, later today to get the latest update on that. Uh, if anybody's got questions, therefore, do come back and ask me. Um, news still a little bit thin this morning, Paul, isn't it? What do you like to kick off on? like to talk uh, beginning here with Atlantic Lithium. They put out some infill drilling results uh, specifically on their Awoya South 2 uh, deposit there on the uh, Awoya uh, Lithium Spodumene deposits uh, there in uh, the coastal Ghana area. And those uh, assays are coming in on drill holes, which are infill drilling on that uh, deposit and coming up with very nice uh, thick intercepts, 10 to uh, 60 meters thick at well over 1% uh, Li2O at uh, pretty shallow depths, certainly uh, open pit mineable depths. This is part of a 18,500 meter infill uh, program uh, as they're working to complete the uh, definitive feasibility study on AWOYA here yet for release by the end of this month. So I don't know whether these numbers will actually be able to be incorporated in that or not, but I suspect they will. Uh, but uh, with these kinds of uh, thicknesses and so forth, you can expect the uh, uh, results uh, because it moves into inferred category will raise the total resource and reserves uh, when that statement comes out. Yeah, stocks unchanged on that news uh, and it's laboring along with the rest of the UK equity market at the moment. Uh, okay, moving on, Paul, what else? Yes, uh, we had uh, news out from ASX listed Sunstone Metals that they found yet another copper gold uh, porphyry there on their El Palmar project down there in Ecuador. Uh, drill hole 26, uh, it uh, intercepted the copper porphyry mineralization well down the hole, uh, well uh, under or over a thousand meters in depth. So they uh, do have a, a drill hole underway to test up dip of the discovery. It runs about uh, in the neighborhood of 0.4 grams gold and 0.11% copper. And this, these are the kind of grades that really make a very, very large uh, uh, you know, copper open pit deposits or underground block cave deposits. Just to put some geologic context on this, T3 discovery has about 35 meters of uh, post-mineral cover, it appears, all over it. So it was just kind of peeking through with a little bit of mineralization at surface, but it does have a really big geophysical anomaly on it, much bigger than the current discoveries uh, to its uh, north uh, west uh, of a kilometer or two in T1 uh, and T2 uh, already drilled by Sunstone and the key point is the size of this thing would indicate that uh, if they can confirm with a few more drill holes that these kind of grades in shallow depths we're really looking at something big at El Palmar. Okay fair enough that sounds exciting. Uh, maybe worth just I mean, the news is very thin but on AIM Cobra Resources had a bit of news didn't they on their rare earths? Yes yes that's a, a interesting thing too. Uh, uh, Cobra Resources a relative or pretty new AIM listed company they do uh, our rare earth uh, clays exploration in South Australia on a project called Woodina. Uh, they're uh, first testing on air core drilling of the um, 
uh, Boland target has come up with 48 meters at better than 2000 ppm uh, uh, rare earths in the clay. So it does confirm that these uh, Eocene age uh, channels uh, that uh, move, move uh, sediments and water around seasonally around Australia, they do tend to um, enrich the rare earths in them, at least on the Woodina property in these uh, clays uh, at the base of these channels. So it's definitely something to uh, follow up on as far as Australian exploration is concerned and Cobra in particular. All right, why don't we just finish off slightly. a little bit of life coming into the uh, uranium market at the moment, isn't there, Paul? Uh, any views on that? Yes, that's really uh, there and up another $2 here in latest uh, official spot quotes, uh, now quoting at the US $57.75 a ton on yellow cake or a pound, excuse me, on yellow cake. And it just proves uh, for one thing is that they were right. These uh, uranium uh, stockpiling companies uh, that like uh, Sprott and uh, Yellow Cake here in London, for instance, uh, that had been buying when the product, uh, no one wanted the product and only Kazatom Prom could produce it at a pro at a, $20 and still make some money are now uh, definitely we're right to buy low and sell high. Yeah, our favorite, um, which is over on the PSX, is uh, fission uranium, isn't it? Um, which yes, is, that's is, right. And rising into with a sprout price at 57.75, long term price prices you would expect to be about $20 over that for long term contracts. And that sets up. Uh, fishing quite well, I think, uh, for uh, as they go toward the development finance. Yeah, I mean, it's quite a long way off its uh, relatively recent highs, actually. So there's plenty of upside there if you're a fan of uranium, buy fishing uranium. Okay, Paul, I think that's about it for now. Uh, we'll speak again tomorrow. Very good. We'll see you then.